Welcome to the Vince Del Monte Podcast Show, where each week we bring you the raw and real experiences, lessons, and timeless principles every man needs to master the five M's of manhood. By sharing conversations with the world's most successful people pursuing the five M's, you'll build muscle faster, achieve a winner's mindset, increase your money, dominate your mission, and go the distance with your marriage. My name is Vince Del Monte, entrepreneur, author, pro fitness model, and father. And I've helped tens of thousands of men transform their bodies and lives through muscle, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Before we dive in, maybe we should welcome people back to the Vince Delmonte podcast here because, Corby, you're spinning my head here. So it sounds like what we're going to talk about today is people who want results, but they don't want to put in the real work. And this is like, Corby, you're going to have to help me with this because I don't understand this. I don't understand this growing up as an athlete. Hey, before we get too deep into this episode here... I just want to remind you that we're super grateful that you're here. We hope you're getting lots of insights and uh, hope you're being empowered to uh, go after your goals. So if you're getting a lot out of this, please share it on your social stories. Tag me at Vince Delmonte, uh, tag Corby, and uh, just share what's working for you. What's What are you pulling from these episodes? And uh, let's just dive in here. Let's dive in. So Corby, where's this coming from? You've been a coach since 1992. Let's first set the frame here. You've been coaching since 1992. That's how long is that? 20? 28 <laughs> years. That, so you've been coaching for 28 years in a lot of different niches with a lot of different levels, beginners, advanced, elite CEOs. So you've seen this across the board. We're not centering any one particular person or type of person out, but like we're, there is these trends. So you're, like a root issue is that people are freaking maybe... There's, there's something to be said about wanting to build a business smart and looking for shortcuts, like in an intelligent manner, but to set the frame here, we're talking about people who are like legitimately looking for a shortcut that avoids the work. I want to make sure we're on the same page here. Correct. Correct. Years ago, I can't remember if it's 11 or 12, 2011 or 12, but Time Magazine did like a whole study about what's the number one dream of Americans. So I can't speak for the rest of the world, but I can speak for Americans with this study. And they asked them, what's the number one dream? And the number one dream was to appear rich, not actually be rich, but appear rich, which is, is grounded in that they want to chase status. So people want to be famous. I got a better word for events. People want to be insta-famous. <laughs> they don't want to do <laughs> they don't want insta famous but they don't want to do the work oh my so, gosh I, Dude, I don't it. even want to i don't even want to talk about this i don't even know if i want to put this out there as a podcast this is what we're talking about here like what the heck is like where's this coming from because i always say this i talk to lots of entrepreneurs from all different niches every day and the one thing i would say they say why do i have to work so hard i'm like what you mean that you can't fake success because at some point it's going to crack. So you want to build it once and, and, and sustain it. So you'd rather build it slow. So I always ask mm. people, the first question is Vince, what book are you reading? Mm. And when they can't answer it. I already know the issue because they're not growing, but they expect their business to grow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about this in a previous podcast where we said that a lot of people come to coaches expecting them to have everything predetermined mm. where, no, the coach is going to help facilitate the decision-making process and keep you focused on your next step. 
That's the job of the coach. And then to oversee your execution and make sure it's being done well. So you're getting the right results and your steps are sequenced in the right order. That's the biggest value for me. Why I pay the big bucks is yeah, not for shortcuts, but for reassurance that the steps I'm taking are going in the right direction. So there, I know there's going to be a payoff. I'm like, oh, this is what I got to do the first three weeks before we can get to this kind of workout or this kind of phase. Yeah, we got to lay a foundation. So what you're talking about with books, like talk about people say, I'm paying a lot of money to be in a coaching program. Why would why, you got a book list for me now? Like I got to read books. What do you mean? Aren't you supposed to tell me what to do? Why is that faulty thinking? Because the coach is designed to, the shortcut for the coach is to save you time. The purpose of the books is to build your foundation. So I always say books are like reps. Since I, we use fitness, since you're a fitness pro, uh, books are like reps. If you're not putting in the reps in terms of the books and building that foundation, you're never going to have anything to pull from but the coach is thinking. So that's why you see in this industry mm. or most industries, you'll see a few big coaches and then lots of copycat coaches. Because mm. nobody's doing their own personal work and they mm. understanding their own personal journey so that they can come up with their own principles or interpretations of principles rather than putting out exactly what they learned from somebody else. So they turn in their coaching business into a biz op instead of learning mm. and mastering their craft and then coming out with whatever they learn and their best thinking. They're just using somebody else's thinking, which is dangerous. Yeah. That's interesting. I think about the top guys in the muscle building space. We all learn from the same guys, rts123.com, Tom Purvis. And Tom Purvis is like the most brilliant person. If you can get through any of his videos on YouTube, they're super dry, but it's a gold mine of information. If you're into biomechanics, movement, optimizing, you know, exercise execution, Tom Purvis is the guy. Kasim Hansen, Ben Pakulski, Joe Bennett, myself, we've all learned from rts123.com. And it's if you listen to all of us, I'm just pulling back the curtain. That's where we got all of our knowledge from. But we spent like months and years studying his content, going to his courses, staying in his circle, trying to understand these concepts. And then I pull stuff out and every, I teach it in the, with the language of baby weights other guys teach it with the language around moment arms. Other guys teach it more with the language of torque and just everyone's, but they're all getting it from the same ingredients and they're all baking something a little different. But at the end of the day, they can bake something a little different. I think of it like cooking, right? If you look at great chefs, you got everybody, every chef's got their own hamburger, but the base is always the same ingredients. But how's a chef, one chef making a, a hamburger better than every other hamburger. That was his own signature. That was his own, like he studied so that he could add his spin on the burger versus somebody else's spin on the burger. And now you got all these like amazing different burgers, but it's all, it's all rooted from the same ingredients. And I don't think people are like really taking the time. I think the books are the ingredients, like they're the principles, the concepts. It's, you got to give yourself time to understand these things. Even right now I'm reading Sell Like Crazy and it's basic marketing stuff I learned 10 years ago from Eben Pagan, but reading it now with my lens, it's, it's fresh. I'm like, oh, these are, I forgot how good these ingredients are. Yeah. So at the end of the day, what you're saying makes complete sense. But if you don't do the research and to come to those conclusions, rather than 
just taking somebody else's word for it because you, I, I like to call it, you stress test everything you learn from that guy against stuff, maybe from Lee Hayward, from against this person, that person, different magazines, articles. So at the end of the day, it's, as a Christian, it's one Bible, but it's many sermons from many different pastors that have many different takes on similar material. But you got to read the Bible. You got to read the Bible. At you least can't be a, you got to read the Bible. You can't be a pastor. You got to read the Bible. You got to go to the source. Exactly. So if you don't go to the source and at least get the basics and the mechanics, you can't come with a, up with your own interpretations. So yeah. people want, they want to be trained. They don't want to be educated. And that's the huge difference. So when whoa, you work whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, for the hang on, slow guys in the back, people <laughs> want to be slow guys in the back. Like me, people want to be trained. They don't want to be educated. Explain that. Okay. So if you work at McDonald's, you will be trained on every single thing you need to do. Literally. So you don't get no, no options. The burger needs to be 90 <laughs> seconds flip. And there's a buzzer. Even if you work there for 10 years, that buzzer goes every time. So you can't mess it up. Now, you want to be educated, work at Chick-fil-A because they, they teach you the reason why you're doing stuff so that if something goes wrong, you can make an educated decision and, and learn from it. But when you're trained, you can only do what you've been told. You can't think for yourself. So you're basically like you're in the military. They don't allow you to think for many years until you've been trained so well. Now we can teach you how to think for yourself. So people want to be trained, which is good for your mm. clients. But yeah. as a free nerd, you need to educate yourself so you can become better than your clients so you can help them in many varieties. That's the beauty of a coach. A coach will allow you to see things you can't see. So I'll give you a simple example, Vince. Let's pretend Flavia came downstairs and put something on the back of your head, but you couldn't see it. And she said, Vince, can you help me find this? And even if you look for the next three hours in your house, would you ever be able to find a thing on the back of your head? The answer is probably no. So the purpose of a coach is to be able to go, that's on the back of your head, bring it around to the front so we can both look at it and we can solve the problem. That's what the coach helps you do. So he takes all your knowledge and removes the blind spots so you can see what you need to teach people or learn so you can move forward. If you have nothing to base it on, that blind spot's always going to be there. And that blind spot comes from being trained and not educated. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I love it. So I guess we need to, you need to give yourself permission. Like, again, what are you doing in between the coaching calls? What are you doing in between the execution? It's yes. Yeah, studying your craft. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a commitment to the craft. So how do you get somebody passionate? Maybe somebody's feeling a little convicted here and they're like, no, you're right. I'm, I have some passion. I've got some credibility, but I'm more in love with the outcome than the process of like really mastering my craft. Like, how does that, how do you foster that? What were some, like, I think books like are a great first step because you can get really passionate. Like I want to write a book probably sometime next year. I got a couple different angles, but like, even after 15 years, I'm still like trying to find my own voice. People joked around when I launched my fitness business coaching program. Some days I'd sound Grant Cardone. Some days I'd sound like Stephen Furtick. Some days I'd sound Rajos. And I'm like, and I took that as fair criticism because I'm like, no, you're right. You're definitely right. Like a hundred percent because I'm trying to find my voice and how I teach these things. And it's a part of the process. So I think people might also be intimidated because like, you're not going to find your voice overnight. You have to. So I think that's reassurance to master your craft. You're not going to master your craft in a year. Now you look at Joel Bennett and Kasim Hansen and Ben Pakulski. These guys are teaching like simple principles five, 10 years into the game on how to build muscle. 
but people are still trying to grasp like these simple concepts. And it's because they're so powerful and they're completely different belief systems. And I think when you're trying to teach people, if you don't understand it, if you, first of all, if you do understand it, you'll have something to show for it. And that's going to take a lot of time. It's hard to teach stuff that you don't have something to show for. So I think we live in a world where as pastor TD Jake says, people use language to cover up lifestyle. Oh, wow. That's why wow, I got pause on that. One. Wow. That's I've never heard that before. Yeah, we do. We live in a, we live in a quote, we live in a Twitter nation. Like <laughs> it's just, we live in a soundbite nation. Everybody's just got a quick thought, but then you ask them to scuba dive on it. We live in a superficial surface level world where everybody's got thoughts, but nobody's got any really substance. Like they can't elaborate on that concept. In my muscle building stuff, we talk about simple principles. Isolation is a full body activity. What does that mean? Isolation is a full body activity. So if you, if I want to isolate a muscle Corby, if I want to, if I want to selectively recruit my biceps, all right, the function of the bicep is to extend and to, to flex and to extend at the elbow joint. But in order to fully contract the biceps, I need to stabilize all the other assisters. So I need to contract my core. I need to contract my glutes. I need to stabilize my lats. I need everything else. So isolation is a full body activity. If I just helped you understand this one concept for 12 months in the gym, you would start, your muscles would start to get bigger and rounder because you'd be like, oh, I'm getting more out of every single rep because you're now aware of a principle, but that requires studying and understanding the mechanics around that. Oh, that makes sense. Got it. Got it. And then you start to learn new things. Oh, momentum is not a muscle. What's that mean? When you're swinging the weight, there's inertia. So there's you're actually uh, removing the load at the certain points of the curve. So it's you have to understand that if you want to maximize tension, you have to isolate the movement. So you have to eliminate momentum. That requires isolation. That requires, oh, okay. So now what does that look like for this exercise? What does this look like for that? Next thing, you've got 12 months worth of learning on just how to apply this one concept to every single body part and every single movement. And you're like, oh, holy crap. So it, People get stuck on what to teach because they don't have any core principles that they can unpack. Yeah. And that's why these guys are taking Big Ben's got six key principles around his exercise execution, but he could spend the rest of his life teaching these things because there's so much application, but he understands like the core principle. And I think that's what most people are missing when it comes to their craft, whether it comes to nutrition or program design or motivating people. They just have fast food. They don't have any like real well-cooked dishes to serve their audience. Yeah, fast food is not good for fast growth of the muscles. So with that in mind, that completely makes sense to me. Like isolation is a full body. I never even thought about that till four minutes ago. Yeah. But I never thought about that either. Like it made sense, but I have to go to the source, the guy that knows mechanics and anatomy and moment arms. I had to go to Tom Purvis. I had to sit in the room for multiple days, three days straight for 12 hour days to like understand this concept. So that when he said that, okay, I, that, that makes sense. But now what does that look like an application? So well, I think we're talking about business, right? Like persuasion. We talk about sales. We talk about creating value. We talk about, talk about these things like savable content, shareable content. Purpose. Okay. But if you don't understand what that actually means, you're not going to be actually be able to produce the, the content that actually gets those results. Think about this. So let's think about an isolation exercise 
quote unquote, in our world. If you're co- if you learn how to write good copy, it will solve many problems in all of your marketing. Everything you say will be better. Everything you write will be better. Every post you do will be better. Everything you teach will be better because you're better able to select the words that are going to make people, for lack of a better word, vibe with your content because you can write copy. But that translates across your entire business. And if you just master that over the next three years, just that one thing, you can revolutionize your business if you didn't change anything else because you become more effective at reaching the people that you're you're trying to reach. Yeah. No, absolutely. And you get some simple concepts, some simple, some formulas around writing great copy and like a simple formula. What was one of the early ones I learned? Probably Which one. Data, attention, interest, desire, action. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. And mine was a story. What was it? What the heck? Oh, I'm having, drawing a blank. Hook story offer. Hook story offer. Yeah. That's another good one. Hook story offer. The oh, I forget, but there's so many different frameworks, right? But if you took one framework, you could, you would have the origin story post could be a framework. All right. So what's the f- structure of the origin story? You know, I used to be here. I struggle with this. Then I discovered this epiphany moment. Then I got this and you can do it too. Let's say there's a, oh, that's it. Star story solution. The star story solution format. I, that was the very first copy structure I learned, like how to tell stories. There's a star there's a story and then there's a solution. You can add another S, star, story, struggle, solution. I would say if you want a masterclass on how to write a really good star story solution, just rock, watch Rocky one, two, three. Mm-hmm. The rest of them don't matter. That right. will give you a masterclass in story structure. Because right. he went on a journey from this guy to becoming this guy in each one. He had a different hurdle that he had to transform and grow through each of the challenges. So in the first challenge, he just wanted to prove himself. Once he was able to prove himself, then the second challenge was, now that I feel like I belong there, now I can win. And then the third challenge was he faced fear at the highest level. Because one of my favorite favorite parts of the movie is when he's on the beach with Adrian and Rocky. And she said, it's okay to be scared, but it's not okay to be a coward. And a lot of people I think are running around being cowards because they're even afraid to be scared. So the way to do that is to fake it. What's the term y'all use in the industry? Fake natty or whatever that means. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, fake natty. Yeah, it's a guy that's taking, taking some form of steroid, whether it's an oral or a needle, but they're not being uh, transparent about that being a part of their protocol. It's just, Hey, this is what I eat. This is how I train, but, and this is what I take. I forgot to mention that. So they're a fake natty. They're projecting that they're natural, but they're actually taking something that's uh, enhancing their physiology. They're in a super physiological state, which means that their hormone levels are recovering at a, a essentially like a supernatural state. Okay. So that applies to our industry. Okay. In our world, you got people who are putting out training or you got people who are coaching people. And the challenge, reason why they can't get results for their clients is because they don't have the foundation. So they're faking it. They just took a little piece of something and they're teaching it without understanding the science mm. or all of the learning that goes behind that. Mm. So you, I can tell you, hey, Vince, you need Ooh. to isolate your muscles and you need to really focus on that muscle when you're lifting. But I don't understand all of the other parts about it. you need to have your entire body tense. You need to do this. You need to... I, I don't understand any of that, Vince, but I, I, at a gym as a trainer in this world, I can fake 
I know what I'm talking about. Hey, Vince, make sure you're isolating your muscle. And you're going, great, I'm trying. And in your brain, you're doing it right. And because my lack, my limited understanding of how to isolate muscles, I think you're doing it too. Because I see your bicep flexing really aggressively. But your back is rounded. Your glutes are not tight. You're not really stable. Your shoulders aren't taut. For the next three years, you're going to get results. But you could have got the same results in six months if I knew all that other stuff. Mm. So sometimes coaches can get you results very slow, but a great coach can help you isolate the entire body so you can focus on this one thing. That's why I believe in less is more. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, you're, we're laying a foundation for them. Man, oh man, this is really neat. I like that whole analogy that you're a fake natural when you become a business coach too soon because you've essentially taken something that is very powerful from maybe something you've heard, but you don't have the base. The steroids ultimately work best for guys that are trying to be the best in the world. They're competing against the best in the world. They have to take them because everybody else is taking them as well. They already have years and years of foundational nutrition behind them and reps and strength and tendon strength, like mental strength. Like they're ready. They've earned them, if you will. And then you got these other, yeah, you get these other guys they are teaching these like very powerful techniques, how to build a Facebook group. It's a full-blown Facebook optimization blueprint, but the guy they're teaching them to doesn't even have their niche picked out yet. Yeah. <laughs> the so, guy doesn't even have a good program built. The guy doesn't even have their messaging. The guy isn't even actively growing their following. The guy isn't even seen as an authority figure in the industry yet. Dude, Facebook groups are awesome, man, but you just skipped the, the six first steps. It's like, you don't need the steroid. It's like in the gym, you don't need the steroids yet, man. We just need to get more out of your full body workouts. Let's get you up to a six day split. And then when we start the two day workouts, then let's start taking the steroids. Then you're going to, then the steroids are going to, you really see their power then. But yeah, people are, they're adding a sledgehammer when all they freaking need is a fly swatter. Yep. I'm going to say something that won't be popular, but everybody knows it's true. When you're in this industry, when you're doing something, you should be able to prove that you're able to do it. So my favorite example is I love how a marketing coach will come to a marketing coach to learn how to market his stuff so he can help people market their stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, but you're the mar- you're already a marketing coach. So that part should be dialed in because you teach, you're going to teach people how to market, but yet you can't get clients to market to. I said, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense to me. Just think about that. So I'm a marketing coach and I'm unable to successfully find my own clients, but I'm going to another marketing coach to learn how to get clients because now that i got clients, I want to teach those new clients how to also market. So I'm like, wait a minute. So you don't know how to market then. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. So you don't know how to market. Say that. I don't know how to market it, but I want to be a marketing coach. So those types of people in this industry, they want to biz up. Because they, they've never actually marketed. So if you drill down on most, a good chunk, let's not say most, a good chunk of marketing coaches, they've never helped anybody other than what they learned. And then now they're out teaching it, but they've never actually marketed. They never had money on the line from an actual company. Like I had the unfortunate circumstance of losing seven figures for a company in like six months with their marketing budget. And they were like, great. That was a great test. Let's, I'm, what do you mean test? That's a million bucks. Can we do it my way now? Let's start with a little bit of money and make sure something works. And, but because of the size of the company, the scope, a million dollars, they thought I was going too slow. I wasn't testing fast enough. 
But when I was able to do it my way in my comfort zone, I was able to make the ads work. But I lost a million dollars in six months because I was in a range where I was uncomfortable. But most people never have that beauty, I like to call it, or that joy of losing a lot of money marketing. They just take a course and now they're marketing experts. But meanwhile, they can't get their own clients because they don't know how to actually market. Yeah. I put up a post yesterday. 98% of fitness business coaches are failed fitness coaches. Does this sound about right? Put that on my um, Facebook page on Monday. And wow. most of the comments were like, You're, this isn't accurate. It's actually 99% <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> One person came back and is, I guess he's another fitness business coach. I've never heard of this guy before, but he said something to the effect, you think this is this was a helpful post? You think this is scaring people from actually going to get help now? Like it was trying to, it was, I, I think it was, I can read through people's commentary. I think it was a bit of a, a jab, Not, but he was doing it in the best way he could. And I said, the intent of the post is, I like what Ronald Reagan says, trust, but always verify. Yeah. And I said, I hope I did both with the post. I hope I scared people into doing their due diligence. That's why we're, that's why we record stuff like this. Do your due diligence. But at the same time, after you've done your due diligence, have reassurance that now you need to trust the process and whoever you've you know brought into your corner. You should be aware that this industry is changing rapidly. And I think you said on the last podcast, before you could figure out if anything worked, you'd have to wait a substantial amount of time because- there wasn't like social media and all this like free knowledge to learn fitness. Like back in the day, 2002, let's wrap up with this story. Actually it was 2001 when I was in university, third year university, John Berardi, Dr. John Berardi, now the you know, founder of precision nutrition, a $200 million company. He invited me to the very first Swiss symposium in Toronto, Ontario. And this is where some of the very you know, top strength coaches, rehab guys, nutrition guys, and girls were teaching top athletes were teaching. And in order to, and people were flying in, Ian King was flying in from Australia, like the best of the best and kids are going crazy upstairs. And in order to learn from the best of the best, you'd actually have to go to an event. Now I'm feeling really old talking about this, but you'd actually have to go to an event. You'd have to buy a ticket and you'd have to figure out what speakers you want to listen to because there was like different tracks. There's three or four speakers in every hour in different rooms. So you have to figure out who do I want to learn from this year? And the event was spaced out once per year. So like you'd actually have a whole year to go apply a small bit of knowledge to actually become really good. But now people are getting fired with so much knowledge, information more so at such a rapid pace, nobody can even digest it. Nobody even has time to filter it, process, like apply it, learn from the results or lack of results from it to actually gain reassurance that like, Hey, this doesn't work. This actually does work. And now they have confidence in their process because there's time to apply. That's why these fitness business coaches or even just fit business coaches in general that teach before they've done. Mm-hmm. All right. They teach, I call them gurus. A guru, you know what the difference between a guru and an expert is? Actually, I don't. My my definition is a guru has done it once. An expert has done it consistently over time. So I would rather learn from an expert who's done it consistently over time in different niches. All right. A guru had a great workout. Now he's a bench press coach. (laughs) <laughs> he had a good, he had a good, he had a good month. He had a good launch. He had a good year. And now he's a business coach. Hey, to each their own, to each their own. But I'm just warning those business coaches that how far can you really take people? 
if you've only taken yourself that far and they're going to, they're going to get burned out. All right. So I'm just, that's a warning to those business coaches don't last because they have so lit. They're just operating off of minimal substance. So they're not really going to get fulfilled in their own practice because they're not seeing true transformation in people. They're going to be just living off of dopamine hits of their clients, which is very short lived. So I feel sorry for them. I do. I actually feel sorry for them because they, they come, you see them go to a new niche in a year from now because it's like, it wasn't fulfilling enough because they didn't have enough nutrient rich content to feed their audience because they never done that. They never learned how to cook that way themselves. Anyways, a lot of analogies here. Somebody got something. What should we call this podcast? We had a couple of good ideas here. Hope right, is yeah. not a strategy. What? Hope is not a strategy. That's a good one. Yeah. Hope is not a, you said something else. I forget. I, I try to keep, I try and write down everything you say. Be a fake natural in business. That was a good one. Oh, that, yeah. I like that. That was impromptu. Yeah. People want to be trained, not educated. Yeah. I guess the way to sum up this entire t- podcast is this. The Amazon river is only powerful because of how deep it is, not how wide it is. So until mm. you go deep, you'll never be powerful long-term. Oh, that's good. And Kelly, go deep. I'm writing this down in my notebook. You'll never be powerful. I love it. The Amazon river guys, you got to listen to these episodes over and over when Corby's on like his, his knowledge drops are so like, boom, mind blowing. Like you got to just process some of these ideas. And this is what you're getting a taste of. This is uh, 1992 till now. That's what over 30 years, 92, about 30 years. Yeah. You're getting, you're listening to 30, 30 years of wisdom packed into just these like sound bites. And wow. Why does that feel so good? Like, why does that make so much sense? Well, yeah. Cause when he says it, he knows he's giving you like the truth. It's coming from filtering out so much crap. That's, Oh my gosh. I feel like how'd I miss that? That's the power of being with somebody who's already done before they've they're teaching after they've done <laughs> versions of trying it out on their own <laughs> with minimal success. Uh, the, the trick is to get version eight, version nine, version 10 of the program and then get version one and look, listen to the difference version one versus version 10 you'll hear a huge difference because they got better, even though it's the same material. I like that. Yeah. All right. I got to get these kids to school here. I think before they break the house or something, <laughs> we had the, we had the time zone change. So they're up like at six instead of seven now, but we're getting them ready extra early before. So it's actually nice. I heard they're getting rid of the, the they're looking to get rid of the daylight savings thing. I hope so. But you don't that, like it? I love it. No, I hate it. Really? For one reason. I love it. Because for, for the month of end of October, from the beginning of October to the middle of November, all my appointments all screwed up every year. And then same thing in the spring. <laughs> I love waking up by like, it's three o'clock in the morning. My body thinks it's four, but it's three. I'm like, this is fantastic. Or actually, no, it's four. Actually, no, it's five. Never mind. It's five, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, I don't know why I like it. <laughs> well, let's just wrap it up here. Hey guys, if this was helpful for you, please take a screenshot, share this with somebody on your cell phone, share this on your social stories, whether it be uh, Facebook or Instagram, and I'd love to put a name to a face. Let us know what you're pulling from this episode and definitely tag us and we'd love to uh, reshare it and give you some exposure on our social stories. So if this is valuable for you, uh, please share it. Also, if uh, you think that we might be able to help you grow 
or scale your online fitness business faster than you're currently doing on your own, send me a message on Instagram at Vince Del Monte. Let's have a little conversation. And right now being November, your goal should be to get all your ducks in a row to come and swing in for January. January is the biggest month for fit pros. So if you don't have your content optimized, your offer optimized, if you don't have a simple sales process, you know, our GPS system, great content, productive conversations, and a simple sales system to collect high ticket clients or anywhere from a thousand to 3000 bucks for 90 days, like you're about to miss out on the best month of the year. So don't wait send us a message. It's not too late. We can get a lot done in 30 days and help you have the biggest month of your year in January. So don't get left behind. Don't mess around doing things on your own. You got to realize that working with a business coach, everybody messages, how much does it cost? It doesn't cost anything. It's free. It's going to cost you $0, right? Because this is going to pay for itself. It's what's this going to cost you if you don't do this? That should be the question you message us. How much am I going to lose in 2021 if I don't work with you guys? That's what you should DM us. And we'll tell you, we'll find out what you're making now. And then we'll figure out where you want to be. And we'll tell you, yeah, we could definitely help you do that. And we'll take that number, multiply it by 12. And that's what it's going to cost you. So some of you guys, Corby, check this out. Let's say somebody wants to be making $15,000 a year. And they're currently making $3,000. So that's $12,000 they're losing every month times 12. So basically it's going to cost you $144,000 next year. That's what it's going to cost you over five years. It's going to cost you $720,000 to keep going at the pace that you're going. You're not saving money by going alone. It's just, it's, you're just being robbed of your future. So don't stop robbing yourself, everyone. And uh, you deserve it and you want it and you just have to make the leap and you'll wish you did it sooner. So send me a message. We'll see if we can possibly help you and go from there. And again, this was uh, head coach Corby Waters of the seven figure mastermind. And we really get, we really hope to get the opportunity to keep you on your path and make sure you stay focused and have your best year yet. Corby, thank you, man. Thank you very much, Vince. 